Taking the pulse of the city. The Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. Oh, it's a part of the day that I always enjoy. It's time for the Capital Letter with Georgina Campbell, who's the special issues reporter for the Herald and Newstalk ZB. Good morning, George. I better put her on first, eh? That would be really smart of me to turn George on. Good morning, George. Good morning, Nick. How's it going? Well, apart from not uh, clicking you on, um, I'm doing pretty well. Now, you've been out to Shelley Bay this morning, George. Uh, we've been just told that the council's now jumping up and down and trying to get rid of the protesters as well. What's the latest? Yes, so there has been a significant new development at Shelley Bay this morning, and this is that Wellington City Council is closing the public space at Shelley Bay from 6pm tonight and has asked the protesters occupying land there to move. Um, so obviously earlier this week, um, you know, time was up on the a previous notice that was served. Nothing really happened, um, but this notice from Wellington City Council says quite a firm deadline. Um, now, interestingly, uh, the, from the council's perspective, a lot of this is due to health and safety risks posed at the site, including those imminent construction activities um, from the developer's side of things. And there's quite a serious asbestos risk on council land. Um, so the council has talked to Mofina about this, and that's the group that's occupying the land. And an acknowledgement of um, their rights to protest the council has requested that they move their occupation to a new site at Shelley Bay. Where that new site at Shelley Bay is going to be, I'm not sure yet, but we're working to find all of these details out. But, yeah, 6pm tonight um, is will be a pretty interesting time, I'd say, Nick. Now, George, I'm going to go down there at, at 6 o'clock tonight. It's not too much of a drive for me. Um, um, are you going to be down there at 6 o'clock? Yes, I'll be down there at six o'clock. Maybe I'll bring the fish and chips, and we'll sit on the sit uh, and have fish and chips down there at six o'clock. <laughs> Sounds good. Maybe <laughs> afterwards. Uh, okay. Do you reckon there's going to be any action? Do you think? Is it Rosie's pretty excited? Rosie's going to go for a run around there tonight to have a look too. Is it? Oh, is there going to be any action around there? It's difficult to say at this point until we sort of get an idea about what Mofinua intends to do and whether they do have another site to go to or whether they're going to stand the ground, so to speak. I mean, their messaging so far throughout this has been really clear that, you know, they're not going anywhere. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, there was certainly a lot of activity there this morning. Um, there were about a dozen Māori wardens sort of um, l- looking after the road and, and patrolling the road. Um, and I also saw a police car do a drive-by. Oh, OK. Getting interesting. See you at six o'clock. Uh uh, I want to move on a little bit because the councillors are still trying to get out of taking that pay rise that they say they don't want. What's the latest on that? Yeah, this is quite an interesting development and in turning into a bit of an ongoing saga. So um, councillors basically voted to give themselves a pay rise reluctantly after their colleague Malcolm Sparrow um, announced he was resigning last month due to a health scare. It kind of leaves the councillors in an awkward position. There's um, no need to hold a by-election because it's less than a year out from local body elections, so they could decide to you know, leave the seat vacant um, or fill it. They decided to leave the seat vacant, and because the remuneration authority basically allocates a pool of money to each council that has to be spent for councillors' remuneration, and that's so that it sort of protects councils from pressure to keep 
the rates down by paying councillors less. So they have to spend this pool of money. Um, Smurf at Simons and Wellington Barrister Graham Edgler have already appealed to the Remuneration Authority saying, well, you know, can you reconsider this? The Remuneration Authority says no, these are the rules. So now they have appealed to the Regulations Review Committee. Um, and they've, so they've made a complaint there that is um, set to be placed before the committee at its next meeting, which is actually later on today. Um, and, uh, you know, basically they're, they're sort of arguing that what they're asking the authority to do is actually consistent with how, um, you know, other temporary vacancies at, at council uh, dealt with. So, for example, if a councillor took a temporary leave of absence, say for sickness or something, and then they came back, their salary would not have to be reallocated. And I think there is quite a strong argument in that, you know, how is this any, any different? different? Yeah. When you get a headline being, you know, councillors vote to give themselves a pay rise, obviously that's sort of quite, you know, explosive. And I know you've talked about it on your show, you know, sort of got people quite riled up about that. But, you know, they really... They didn't have a choice, and, and, and all of them have, um, you know, sort of signed, signed their name and appealed to the remuneration authority, saying, like, we actually don't want this. Okay. I also want to ask you about our city's budget, the city's CAPEX budget. First of all, what the hell is a CAPEX? Yeah, so this is capital expenditure. Um, so, and this is... It's, this issue is cropping up everywhere and that, you know, our infrastructure is crumbling. So we're pouring millions and millions of dollars into things like new water pipes, um, you know, or fixing the town hall or the St. James Theatre and, um, you know, building the new convention centre. That's all capital expenditure. The problem is, is that the construction market is so tight at the moment, it doesn't matter how many millions of dollars the council is pouring into investing in new infrastructure, there's not actually the resource to do it. So council officials have recommended that the capital expenditure budget for this year is reduced by $80 million, which is quite a lot of money. And basically, they're suggesting that this $80 million is taken out of this year and redistributed across the remaining years of the 10-year budget. What that means is that some projects will be delayed. The, the council's still committed to delivering all of them. It just means that some of them will sort of happen later rather than sooner. As far as I'm concerned, George, and I don't want you to comment on this, but as far as I'm concerned, the more that they can hold off until the new election next year and the new council gets on, the better for me. Yeah, well, it is interesting. Um, you know, it's the same with the likes of Let's Get Wellington moving. It is quite, I think, well, it could go either way. You could argue that it's good to make decisions now before they can be changed by the next council. Or, as, as you say, it would be better to put them off and, and dealt with by fresh faces around the table. I, I like the way you threw me under the bus, but I did say it, so I'm happy to be put under the bus. Any rumours floating around, George, about who's going to stand, who's not going to stand? Anything going on? Any stories? And you're not going to tell me anyway, are you? Look, I think local body elections are definitely starting to heat up a little bit and people are turning to think about what might be happening next year and who's running. And what I can say, Nick, is that I think we can, you know, expect some more concrete um, announcements and decisions around this definitely before Christmas. Yeah. Do you think someone will actually put their hand up to run for mayor before Christmas? 
Yes, I think they will. You do? Oh, yeah. I thought they I might think wait. It'll be Andy, though. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it'll be Andy. I think Andy will wait till the last minute to see whether Peter Jackson's got a little bit of spare change to help him out. I think there'll be a, a lot of chat about that over the next uh, three or four months. But I think that people will wait uh, and and try and do a Jacinda Ardern sort of rush at the end and, and try and rock the boat that way. I think that's how it's going to happen. That's how I think how it's going to downplay. But you you are definitely the person on the spot and uh, know exactly what's going on. So if you're hearing different, then uh, can you please keep us on uh, News Talks ZB Wellington Mornings posted if you do get any stories. Of course. Thanks, George. Always appreciate you coming on the show. See you at six o'clock at Shelley Bay. There's going to be some fun out there. What have you, if you've got nothing to do this this evening, let's all head out to, to Shelley Bay and just uh, sit back and, and uh, watch what's happening. It could be a development uh, going on there. That's when they've all got to, got to leave. Uh, News Talk ZB Wellington Mornings. When we come back, we're going to talk about how much it costs to retire. Now, you might think that sounds a bit strange, but... What we're going to try and discuss with you is how much do you feel that you need in the bank to retire? I, for one, don't want to retire. I want to work till the day I die. I don't want to retire. I don't like the idea of retiring. I don't like the idea of not having a full-on day and a full diary and being busy the whole time. That's me. Maybe life will change shortly. But how much do you need 